Welcome back to Star Wars Escape Pod and another episode of Lightspeed, bringing you Star Wars news and headlines in under 15 minutes. We have day two recap of Star Wars Celebration 2023 Europe. Another day of celebration, meaning a whole other slew of uh, Star Wars news and headlines to get through in under 15 minutes. And yesterday, we had our very first record-breaking 16-minute episode of Lightspeed. You know, I, I don't even know if that counts as a Lightspeed anymore. All right, so today... We had Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy was brought out onto the celebration stage very briefly to talk about exciting Star Wars news. John and Dave joined Anthony Carboni on stage as well shortly after for a very sentimental and uh, crowd-arousing moment in which uh, John Favreau revealed that Kelleran Beck was chosen as the character to save Rogu in The Mandalorian. Spoilers, by the way. Because they were looking for a familiar face and fans loved Jedi Temple Challenge, which is a bit of like a young kid Jedi kind of obstacle course show on YouTube. So it felt natural to cast Ahmed Best, known for his performance as Jar Jar Binks, back into the fold as a character again and return to Star Wars. So that was very cool to kind of get a little tidbit on that. And uh, Dave got very emotional explaining how much the fans mean to him, whether it's wearing a t-shirt or a costume. He appreciates the effort that everyone made there to be with them that day, uh, nearly in tears. And uh, I just want to play the little clip here just just because it was just so special. Uh, we just have to take a listen to this. I gotta say, I'm just taking this all in. Yeah. I, I've been to a lot of these. I've never seen so many people. And I'm just like, I'm just looking. <laughs> Literally, I'm just like looking. Ah, I get emotional. I'm looking at all your faces and, and all the things you do to make this all possible. And I just, I'm, uh, I'm trying to like commit it to memory and, and just know that I see you guys and, and the variety of people that we have as Star Wars fans is a part of what makes it so beautiful that you, that you come in costumes or just a t-shirt. I, uh, I love how much you put into it. It means so much to me. Um, I don't wanna, because I get it. Like, I really get it. John gets it. If I wasn't sitting here, I would, I, I swear to God, and people say it, and I think we all know, but I would be out there. I've been out there. I appreciate the effort you make just to be here with us. And just let me say that. And thank you so much for supporting the work that I've been a part of and, 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 through Star Wars all these years and these characters and to have them in live action, it doesn't happen, uh, you know, without you supporting it for all this time and wanting it. I get to do these great adventures with John and everybody else because of that support and it's a real privilege. So thank you. I think it's super important for people to hear that because uh, it just goes to show why exactly so many fans like myself uh, just kind of really appreciate Dave Filoni 
and uh, we're so lucky to have a guy like that who just you know trained under George Lucas for so long and has so much passion for the story and the mythology and uh, you know it's very encouraging to, to know that someone like that is going to be driving uh, a whole uh, new era forward with a cinematic film taking place in the New Republic and of course who's already at the helm of a lot of these live action shows uh, including a very uh, important show coming out this fall which is Ahsoka so we're very lucky to have Dave and uh, I think it's very important to kind of just remember uh, that not every director is like that not every storyteller is like Dave uh, we're very very fortunate to have Dave as part of the Lucasfilm family and uh, doing doing more Star Wars stories down the road uh, in other news, Kristen Baver brought out Leslie Headland onto the celebration stage to talk about The Acolyte, which is a Disney Plus show taking place at the very tail end of the High Republic between 50 and 100 years before The Phantom Menace. Leslie revealed her idea for the show is from the perspective of the bad guys, creating connective tissue from the High Republic era to the light of the Jedi and the fall of the Jedi era in Lucas's films, beginning with the reveal of Darth Maul and Sidious in the first film of the prequel trilogy. So that's going to be super exciting to see some connective tissue. We also got a, a very uh, cool live-action depiction of Ven Vernestra Rowe, which is a uh, Jedi character we've seen developed in the novels and the comic books, who will be played by none other than uh, Rebecca Henderson. And that got people really riled up to see that, uh, in a good way, you know, they're excited. Riled up is in an you know, exciting way uh, about uh, Vernestra Rowe making their way. Because I think that's the only character so far they've confirmed coming straight out of the High Republic novels and plopped into uh, a live action show. Uh, that so far is, is the only one. Uh, so that's always, a, that's always a big deal. When you get a character going from a novel to the screen it's 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 almost a bigger it's, it's a it's a it's a big deal uh because it doesn't always happen it happens way less than it does these days when an animated character goes from an animated series to the live action screen uh that translation has been done a few times now and it was exciting the first time around and now it's happened quite a lot and it's always exciting when it does but other than uh other than one character from the mandalorian uh we had uh Timothy Oliphant's character, um, uh, Cobb Vanth. That was a great character right out of the Aftermath books, and uh, now it's happening again. Uh, and, you know, I'm, I'm trying to think if there's been any more, but, uh, you know, let us know. <laughs> Send us a tweet a tweet at SWSK Podcast, and uh, let us know if I'm, if I'm forgetting anything. But this might actually be the only, the second adaption from uh, a novel to live action, so that's going to be really cool to see. All right, so Carl Weathers also came out on stage, uh, among uh, so many other guests, man. Like, I mean, yesterday we didn't even talk about the slew of guests that were on the celebration stage. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's been happening all weekend. I mean, just a quick rundown of, like, yesterday's guests. I mean, Katie Sackhoff was there, uh, Rick Famuyuka, uh, Diego Luna, Tony Gilroy, uh, Carl Weathers, uh, Emily Swallow, Giancarlo Esposito, uh, we had Denise Go from Andor and uh, and so many more people. Mads Mikkelsen was there. Uh, I mean, Phoebe Waller-Bridge and uh, and uh, uh, James Mangold, the director of Indiana Jones Five. Like so, so many guests came out on the stage yesterday, and you know, I'm not going to mention them all 
uh, today uh, either, but uh, it's worth noting uh, the ones that definitely had a bit of an impact on the crowd. I mean, we did get Lars Mikkelsen returning as his character of Grand Admiral in the Ahsoka show, who originally voiced him in Star Wars Rebels. So if you have not caught up on Star Wars Rebels, you might want to get started because Ahsoka is going to be here before you know it. And it is looking to, is looking to continue the plot lines that season four of Star Wars Rebels left behind, uh, at least based on the trailer. That's, that's what we're seeing. So um, definitely get on that. Uh, we had uh, really uh, interesting hints at the characters in this new show, uh, one of which Ivana Sakno is playing. She describes her as a force wielder, an experienced lightsaber duelist, and apprentice to a character named Balin. Her name is Shin. Balin is going to be played by Ray Stevenson. And uh, those are the characters that look to be wielding reddish, orangish lightsabers in the Ahsoka trailer. That's very cool. Diana Lee Inosanto is also returning uh, to Star Wars as her character of Morgan Elsbeth, who we were first introduced to in Mandalorian Season 2 when we first had the episode called The Jedi, which is what introduced Ahsoka to live action. And she's returning to play her character in the show as well. So uh, perhaps maybe we'll get some backstory to her past and uh, perhaps maybe a continuation of uh, where we left that story behind in Mando Season 2. There was a very special panel today, of course, celebrating Return of the Jedi, the 40th anniversary. Ming-Na Wen herself, uh, Fennec Shand, hosted the panel. And uh, there were quite a few guests that came out on stage. We had video messages from Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill. And uh, that was uh, very cool to see. It's, and it, it, you know, it's worth checking out. Uh, they've published that panel to the YouTube channel. So definitely look it up if your favorite Star Wars movie happens to be Return of the Jedi. James Arnold Taylor and Matt Lanter were brought out onto the celebration stage. And uh, they were talking about a little bit about Clone Wars. Uh, among other things, was also celebrated today is the 15th anniversary of Clone Wars, which there was an entire panel hosted by, uh, I, oh man, I, I'm, now I'm forgetting her name. I'm forgetting her name and I'm, I'm blanking, I'm blanking, but uh, Amy Ratcliffe, that's what it is. <laughs> Amy Ratcliffe hosted the, hosted the 15 year anniversary Clone Wars panel. And uh, I mean, of course, uh, D. Bradley Baker, Ashley Eckstein, James Arnold Taylor, Matt Lanter, uh, Voices of the Clones, Anakin, Ahsoka, Obi-Wan were all there among uh, an art department lead, blanking on his name. Uh, we had Matthew Wood, voice of the battle droids, General Grievous, and uh, a very prominent figure among Skywalker Sound. Uh, we had a uh, producer uh, who I am totally blanking on her name, and of course Dave Filoni. So it was a good lineup of people, and uh, shared some stories, and really got into some of the beginnings of Clone Wars and uh, we had another very touching message of Dave just appreciating the crowd and uh, his cast and uh, just so genuine when he when he talks about his Clone Wars crew taking them on every project that he does uh, in his position how he's climbed the ladder and, you know it's just he's just such a regular guy uh, just still blown away with just how he gets the privilege to tell these Star Wars stories and Again, you know, we're, we're so lucky to have him, guys. Uh, 
fun fact, uh, Dennis, Dennis Lawson, uh, plays Wedge Antilles in the original Star Wars films, did a little bit of a cameo for episode nine, and uh, he happens to have known Ian McDermott since he was 17 years old back in drama school, so that was very cool. We saw him on the celebration stage as well, uh, given a little bit of a, uh, I don't know, just a little bit of a tidbit, you know, like doing like a five, 10 minute interview with a lot of these actors throughout the day. So that was very cool. The annual Wilrow Hood Parade began. So when you see a big long stream of people in orange jumpsuits carrying the ice cream maker around, you know, it's straight out of Empire Strikes Back. It's a bit of a joke among fans. And uh, that event took place today. It happens every year without fail at Star Wars Celebration. A very cool panel happened as well called Creature Cantina, which featured a lot of the animatronics, puppeteers, and designers behind a lot of the creatures and robotics used in the films. And Mike Quinn, who plays Nine Nub, came out onto the stage to join the party. The online feud, while in-person feuds between Anthony Carboni and Anthony Daniels happened to play out on stage once again at this year's Star Wars celebration as well, so that was always fun to see. Andy Serkis came out to talk about his character and his time playing Kino Loy, and Dee Bradley Baker was brought out to talk about his experience playing Lando and, uh, and, and his new book. His new book. If you haven't heard of Lando's new book, just go pick up a copy. Um, that's about all that happened today with Star Wars Celebration. And uh, looking forward to seeing what they announce possibly tomorrow, if, there, if any. Uh, oh, you know what? I'm leaving out one important detail. It's confirmed. We are getting a season two to Tales of the Jedi. Because Dave Filoni is just that awesome. <laughs> I'm pretty sure there's like three of them running around, all with different cowboy hats. Because clearly he doesn't have time for all this stuff. Just like, it's like, dude, how, how does he do it? I don't know. Send your theory in to Podcast at gmail.com. Join the Discord. Check out the links in the description of this podcast episode. Make sure you share it with your friends. Any Star Wars fans out there hoping to catch up on the weekend's events, we're going to be putting out 15-minute Lightspeed episode like this every single day. And if you tune into the Discord, you'll see Celebration Live channel, which congregates all the main information each day. I spend uh, over a few hours each day trying to, trying to summarize the day's events, and it's always a good time. So... May the force be with you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow. And we'll see you next on Star Wars Escape Pod.